guys and welcome to the Startup Diary episode 192. Today we have another listener question. Adam, read it out to me. So to be honest, this was less around a direct question trying to work out how to add value to their business. And it was more around the fact that we keep calling ourselves a startup and this is the startup. That's what we are, bro. We are the Startup <laughs> Diary. I like the energy you're hitting this with, considering that we yeah, go back and listen to the Aussie trip who's trying to work out why energies should be low, but they're not because jet lag is for lazy fuckers. Anyway. That's going to bite you in the ass one day. <laughs> it really is. So we always refer to ourselves as a startup business. I'm an entrepreneur. I run a startup company. And the question that came into us was, guys, when are you going to stop referring to yourself as a startup? Because you're kind of five years into this thing right now. So I just wanted to come onto the show and just talk about how I perceive the word startup, how we operate as a business and what it means to me, rightly or wrongly. I want to start off with a quote from a chap called Neil Blumenthal, who is the CEO of... Blumenthal. Blumenthal. Okay. I'm going with that. I could be completely wrong. I thought you mispronounced that, so it's fine. No, nope, I'm going with That's that. That's what you said. Um, who is the co-CEO of Warby Parker. Do you know about Warby Parker? The glasses company trying to revolutionize how you buy glasses online. You basically, you can do it all online, try them, return them, and it's a fraction of the price. Like <laughs> movement watches. No idea what you're talking about. We've both had the same blank expression on each other's face when we mentioned a couple of So movement watches are... This is not a paid ad, by the way, but they're apparently their their whole shtick is watches you buy online, so you get them a fraction of the cost because the store doesn't the store doesn't have to pay to have the stock to yeah, then take yeah. commission on the sale. Yeah, sounds like a similar mission. These guys just uh, think eight hundred dollars for a pair of glasses is ridiculous, and yeah. they've got like ninety nine dollar glasses that are the same sort of quality. Yeah. So here's his quote, which I quite like. A startup is a company working to solve a problem where the solution is not obvious and success is not guaranteed. And here's how I think about that is the business that we're in today is not the business we're in five years ago. We sort of had to take a pivot as a business, probably two and a half. So in my head, we're a two and a half, three year old business. But unlike many companies, and I'm not saying that there are big established companies out there that have got it tried and tested and they have no risk. If you look at something like Blockbuster, like shit happened to them because Netflix came and basically ate their lunch. But we're still in a market where we are still working out what the solution needs to be. We understand the customer and we're building solutions for them. I think being a startup is more around your ability to grow in a large market where you don't have, you don't know what the end line is yet. You don't know what the goal is, but you just know the customers that you're trying to serve. How do you, like, you hear me talk about it all the time. I, I th- I, I, it's a mindset thing for me more than anything, not a time frame. Yeah, I agree. I think um, being a startup implies uh that that you're not like you say you're not we're not fixed in our ways we're not we've not had this one mission this one way of we've we've not visualized this approach to solving a problem and then stuck with it and then just like burnt out or or whatever like the fact that we're able to chop and change and stay very fluid in what we do and like if there's a new challenge that comes in we don't go doesn't kind of really fit in our wheelhouse we we try and adapt and bring it in see if it works if it does great we latch onto it and make it even better but if it doesn't we could we cut the fat and we keep moving i think that's kind of the startup in air quotes mentality is you just you just fast fluid and changing and and yeah but i think yeah yeah on your toes basically yeah the 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 buzzword that people like to say is agile like as a business as a business we are super agile but i think it goes like one level like deeper than that is the fact that we're not precious over we're really not precious over what we do as a business. Mm. We are just extremely precious over the customer that we serve, which is a trades professional. We want to help them run a professional and profitable business. And because 
we're not like like Netflix is a business that does video on demand online and their goal is to get more video online and more people will like it and subscribe. They have a very clear picture of what that business is. For us, we are still working out how we drive the most value to the end user, which is our, our customers, our members, our community. And I think the fact that we are we are always receptive to what's happening in the market and not I don't want to say stuck in our ways because someone that's listening to this business, this podcast, who's running a business that's 20 years in, I don't want him getting on his high horse thinking, well, no, we're still agile, we're still this. The way that we operate as a business from top to bottom gives people a sense, a sense of comfort in knowing that we will try things and we will fail often. But when we win, we will win together as a team and it will have a massive impact to the business. It will do that buzzword exponential growth to the business we're not growing four or five percent year on year we're not trying to squeak out an extra two percent net margin profit we are trying to make big fucking swings for the fences to make a big dent in our industry to serve our customers and i think that's that mentality of rather than squeezing out an extra five percent and basically saying throw the ball i'm gonna knock this out the ballpark that's what we want to do every single year and i think as soon as you start going for the marginal gains that's when processes get very fixed the, the level of risk that you'll take as a business in terms of comfort and risk levels, like they'll become imbalanced and all of a sudden you'll start protecting what you've got compared to really trying to go like and swing and, mm. and hit big. Um, so so, there is, so what you're saying there then, it, there, is, there is definitely a transition period. So w- yeah. once, we, once we nail what it is and what we do and we get that exponential growth, we, we become Instagram and, and become a staple product in people's back pockets or whatever that's when we don't change anymore that's when we're not a startup no i think uh i think traditionally yes i think what most companies do is they go through this cycle and i might come back and eat my own words in five years time because i realize that what i've built i'm too scared to lose but right now if i believe in something i'll bet the company on it simple as that i'll bet the whole fucking thing on what i believe is right for our industry if we do the right thing for our customers and our clients i will bet the whole fucking thing don't care because i would rather wake up tomorrow and say i tried compared to wake up tomorrow and squeak out 2% and think opportunity missed. I think what happens in the future is the thing that I'm willing to bet gets too big. It has too big of an impact. If, if the company doubles yep. or triples. 10Xs today and all of a sudden I'm like, I can't bet the company. But that doesn't mean that I will stop acting with a startup mentality. We spoke about this earlier and just saying it out loud, not earlier today, a few days back. Do you know the CEO of Gymshark? Mm-hmm. Like he he's replaced himself. So Jim Shark has had some ridiculous growth in the last three years, and he's replaced himself with a new CEO, and he's like the chief visionary officer of the business now. And now I've said all this out loud. What I personally think has happened is he has understood that what he's built is too big now. He he cannot bet the business now. It's just too big. There's too many there's too many mouths to feed. There's too many shareholders to look after. And I think what he's done is he said, okay, I don't want to run this part of the business now because it needs a CEO to come and just do the day-to-day and look after this beast mm. that I've built. So he stepped out and said, I'll just be the guy that gets to work on new innovative stuff. Give me some budget. I'm going to go and spend it. I'm going to go and lose 90% of it, but I'm going to find the 10% that works. And then you can deploy that back into the core business. I'm having a bit of a moment now. So I'm like, that is probably what's happened. I don't know whether I could do it. So that, that implies then that the startup mentality is not... Um can't stay spearheading a company for forever yeah possibly you either have to lose the startup mentality and just become a ceo and just run the business you're in and keep it stable and keep it that two percent year on year that you're talking about yeah 
or you become chief visionary officer and <laughs> what a title. throw more ideas at the board. Yeah, and right, right. All I know today is we have got a huge opportunity in the space that we're building. We have a really clear mission on the sort of customer we're trying to look after, but we don't know the end result of how we're going to best serve those people. So we're willing to just do everything that it takes. In five years' time, I don't know whether I'm going to be replacing myself as CEO because I want to go and do the things that are going to, like the the a thousand to one shots that if I get right, massively increase the business. Like that's interesting to me. But then on the flip side of it, I just, I don't think I'll be able to let go. So check back on this episode in five years' time. Repeat this back because we're still going to be here. We're still going to be in business. And it'd be really interesting to see how I've changed my tune on this whole thing. But I think more than anything is a startup is not a time frame. People are like, oh, you're a startup business, you're less than 12 months old. This is just bullshit. Like a startup is a mentality in the business. And I fully appreciate from what you're saying is the fact that as we grow, like it's going to be hard to keep that startup spirit alive. But it, it, we have to, like we, regardless of the size company we grow to, like that's the thing that keeps us on our toes. Can a large company stay agile though? I think a large company as a whole cannot stay agile, and the, but the best things that they can do is deploy resources within the company to try innovative things. I think so you'd have teams spearheading different exactly. ideas. Exactly, yeah. Like you'd say, oh, here's the budget for the company. We're going to take 25% of that budget. If you look at something like what, a big example, but Google, okay? Google launched something called Google Ventures because Google is a mammoth of a beast now, like too big to fail. But all of a sudden, it wants to stay on top of cutting-edge technologies and, and that space, so they created a venture funding arm, which is like, oh, we're just going to invest in startups just to see what's going on. And that's their way of staying agile and sort of what's going on with technology. I think what happens in a business like ours is when we get to 50, 80, 100 people is we'll have teams or people within each segment, the product segment, the marketing segment, the customer service segment, looking after new product innovation. And I think those people need to have a safety net under them to say, listen, I fully appreciate that you're going to fail nine out of ten times and mm-hmm. i think that's the difference is big companies say you failed fuck off go like you've wa- you've wasted so much money i think the reason that you stay agile and you have that like real startup culture which is you're going to fail but you're going to learn take what you've learned deploy it into the company and when you win the whole company wins that's where i think i'd like to take this business to and that like we will build a hundred year startup if i manage to stick to that but check in with me in five years time and on that note uh that was a who, who asked that question it was actually, I think it was Ben Curry from Electrical Innovations. Oh? Yeah, he messaged me on Facebook messages like, you keep referring to yourself as a startup, like when are you going to stop? And I, <laughs> I you thought... you going to stop kidding yourself? <laughs> I thought it's a really it's a really interesting question for me. Um, I didn't realize I'd go off on one like I just did. Mm-hmm. But anyone that's listening to this, hopefully they've taken some stuff away. It's, it's that mindset thing. Sorry, you caught me on a yawn there. <laughs> Good recovery coffee. though. Good recovery. <laughs> Uh, yeah guys if you've got any questions uh, send them in to harrison at experttrades.com two t's in the middle one s at the very end or you can grab us on instagram at startup podcast follow us on there you can see some of the stuff behind the scenes if you jump on there this week you'll see some of the recent photos from Oz what are you smart do, <laughs> do you realise we're wearing the same clothes <laughs> oh my word <laughs> We have spent too long together and we are literally what in sync. What trains have you got? I got lift, lift your foot. <laughs>
Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We've got to take a picture of this. Guys, this is the reason to join Instagram. We're going to get a photo of the tops of the jeans and the shoes that me and Harry are wearing. We spent all last week in Australia together. Go back and listen to episode 190 to learn a little bit about that. If you enjoy the show, head over to the podcast app, leave us a five-star review, and we will read it out on the very next show. And Stitcher. Stitcher. We never plug Stitcher. It's apparently on there, though. But if, someone, if someone's <laughs> listening to this... Oh yeah, we're on people, Stitcher. People can find this. People can find it. People Google best startup podcast. Hey, we were number three in HSBC's top business podcast. By the way, Tim, you were number four. Tim Ferriss. Just if you want to come on the show though, we can fit you in. We have a slot. Might be able to. Sign book. We'll have a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have <end> you there. <laughs>